Bookcase and Coffee presents Buzzing About Romance, a quick shot of romance. Hey everyone, welcome to Buzzing About Romance, a quick shot of romance. I am Becky, and joining me for this quick shot of romance is podcast contributor Jenny. Hi, Jenny. Hi, Becky. How are you? I'm hanging in there. You have now survived two previous episodes. This is episode three. And we have not scared you off yet, so that is positive. <laughs> well, I mean, I've seen you guys. Yeah, at our worst. Think, so, <laughs> well, I think I think you're good. You're safe. Um, if you follow us on Instagram, Jenny has been providing us with our out of uh, context episode quotes each week, and boy, do I say a lot of dumb stuff. Last week was Leah. Last week was Leah. <laughs> uh, so it's not just me. Um, so on this episode, this is a new to me author. Was this a new to you author also? Yes, this was new to me. Okay, so we are reviewing um, Shattered Vows by Shane Rose, and we might be getting that name wrong. It's spelled S-H-A-I-N, Rose, like the flower. Um so read us the synopsis from Goodreads, because I have lots of things to discuss. U.S. Today bestselling author Shane Rose delivers a standalone arranged marriage ro romance where a grumpy mafia boss will wed a free-spirited surf girl and make sparks fly. I'm signing over my hand in marriage for six months to save my city. That's it. It should be easy, except Sebastian Arminelli is my sword one-night fling turned husband. And I've just found out he's the head of the Italian mob, too. Bastion swears he's set on reforming the mafia, though. They're accommodating when they used to be murderous, and he'll be amicable instead of vicious. Plus, he agrees that it's only six months in public. In the dark of a private night, we can do as we please. Yet I know just how he tastes and where each one of his hidden tattoos are. I know Bastion shapeshifts as the gentleman mobster, but in the dark, he's commanding, ruthless, unyielding, and possessive. He refuses to share what he's claimed as his, and I'm realizing that includes me, his lawfully wedded wife. So this is a newer release. It released February 10th of 2022. It is in Kindle Unlimited. Um, tropes, arranged marriage, Mafia, Mistaken Identity, Close Proximity. He's an alpha hero. She's a real-bodied heroine. Uh, they're an interracial couple, and she is a BIPOC heroine. And um, also, he is a super possessive hero. So possessive. Um, put out percentage on this book is 10%. It pops early, friends. And it's pretty freaking sexy. When it pops. <laughs> I was not expecting that. I was like, oh, okay. Um, this was your suggestion. And and you said, it's not like any mafia you've ever read. And it totally isn't. Right? He, he is, yeah. He is the kindest mafia boss I have ever read. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. So, okay. So they have a meet cute. Let's talk about their meet cute because... It's kind of fun. Um, holy crap. Her name just flew out my head. Um, Marina. Marina, that is her name. 
Marina goes to a night on the town in Miami, Florida with her best friend, Lenny. I think. Yeah, I believe that's correct. Um, to meet Lenny's boyfriend. So they go to this VIP, uh, to a nightclub. They're taken up to the VIP section. And while they're there, Marina is introduced to Bastion. Except she's trying to hit on his bodyguard. And Bastion is not impressed. <laughs> He's like... He gets jealous pretty quickly. Yeah. And Marina's been dared by her roommate to um, talk to him for at least a half an hour and to to do something daring because she doesn't she doesn't really go outside her um outside her little shell like her little world right and she she doesn't want to make a connection with anybody she she's fine with a one night stand but she doesn't want the communication yeah so that's kind of why her friend dared her to talk first yeah and if you, and to be honest, and as we get into this, you'll hear some of the reasons why. So this story had some little mermaid feels to it. Yes. It almost feels like a little mermaid mafia retelling. Yeah, I could see that. Just because, so let's talk about Marina a little bit because she's a little different and she isn't the quintessential uh, mafia heroine that we would see. Right. At first, I actually didn't think I was going to like her. I can see that. Yeah. She's, I mean, she's very much about reading her horoscope daily and believing what it's telling her, crystals, like her seat, her feet thing. in the sand, her call to the ocean. Like she is a little hippy dippy. Yes. And um but I did like that carefreeness about her because what it shows is so Marina comes into this situation, her parents have died when she was younger. They were addicts and kind of their own free spirits. Her dad was a surfer and so she's pretty much raised by this grandmother who, when the grandmother came to the States, she, uh, she was Irish. When the grandmother came to the States, she made these deals as, and they were with the Italian and the Irish mob. And her grandmother had sheltered her so much that she allowed her to be this hippie free spirit in the moment person because her grandmother had done such an amazing job to guard her. She has no clue that any of this is going on. Yeah. And she doesn't know until um, after her grandmother is sick and she knows her grandmother is dying. And uh, Bastion shows up on her doorstep about two weeks after their one night stand. Does he show up at the food truck first? Well, yeah, he shows up at the food truck first and she thinks he's stalking her. Right. But he's looking... she runs a food truck with like smoothies and Yeah, on the beach. Just smoothies, right? Yeah, yeah, to feed the surfers. Yeah. It's and again she's conveniently the only food truck like on their stretch of beach. Right. 
because her grandmother has arranged that with the mob for to save her. So let's talk about Bastion before we get into their chaotic and wild relationship. Um, so what did you think about Bastion as a character? Um, when we first meet him, like I thought he was just going to be like an alpha hole. But, yeah. Um, as we get to know more about his dealings in the mob, like, he, like I said before, he's just the kindest mobster ever. Like he wants everything to be pleasing for as many people as possible. Yeah. He is a terrible communicator though. Yes. I mean, he is very attracted to Marina and, but he is her polar opposite. He is a workaholic he has goals and he is working towards those goals. He lives a very regimented life. Like the moment when Marina walks into this townhouse that he's rented, and it's all straight lines and it's clean and there's zero clutter. And she plops her two dead plants on the kitchen island. I seriously thought he was going to have a panic attack. Then she plugs the salt lamp in. Right. And then she plugs in the salt lamp bonkers i say bonkers <laughs> and it about drove him nuts um like these two could not have been more opposite than they were it was, yeah he i mean he has the plan everything out and like you said he's very controlling he kind of thinks everyone should know what he already knows um and she's the complete opposite like what happens happens yeah. Yeah. There is a great, um, I feel like we really get to see a side of Bastion, his softer, gentler side when his brother Cade shows up. Well, first we see a little bit of it because we met, we meet Katie, who is this badass Russian and her book, she has a book with her hero, uh, Roman. They have a book. It was the book previous to this, but they all stand alone. They share characters, but you don't have to read that. I didn't read that. And I don't think you read that. I did. Yeah, I did. Um, I want to go back and read it because Katie is like a hoot. She is very staunch and what you expect of a mafia princess. Right. Like quick to violence and um, intense and making everyone uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. So Bastion's brother, Cade, shows up in Florida with their niece, who is Katie's daughter, and they show up with Ivy. And in the book, it's alluded to that they go to Disney and they take the little girl to Disney. And um, but, you know, it's there's this moment in the theme park where they talk about Bastion pushing and he's a big guy. He's not a little guy, but he's pushing this little tiny pink umbrella stroller with his niece in it. And it's kind of like he also is not dressed down. Yes, that's what I was going to say. He's wearing a full suit at at Disney. At Disney in Florida. I mean, I guess it's technically off season. Yeah. Yeah, still hot. Um, I thought that was just kind of funny. Um, between these two, one of the things that made me bonkers was their miscommunication. Repeatedly over the they, same thing. 
Yeah. Like she, and I will say there was a lot of back and forth and it creates angst, which in a mafia romance, you expect a little bit more angst. Um, But I felt like Marina like constantly tried to get what she wanted from him, but not necessarily like asking for it. Right. And as you, as we get further in the book and we learn more about both their families, I think that makes more sense. Yeah, it does. But we're going to not, we're not spoiling. Right. We're not spoiling. Um, there are some great things I love about Bastion. He, uh, he feeds her. He cooks for her. I found that to be super swoony. A hero that cooks always wins. Crates. Yeah, he made her crepes. Those are not easy. No, they are not at all. Um, and he loves her for not because he loves her, but not because of anything else. Like, it truly is an emotional connection between the two of them. But right. they don't communicate that very well. And... Well, some of it is he's like, he wants to keep like business and pleasure completely separate. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, but she was so desperate for human connection because even though she had her grandmother, she really didn't have anyone in her life. Her friend is off flying the world. I mean, she was lonely, almost desperately so. Yeah, even like even the friend friends she has at home, she doesn't connect with them daily, doesn't ask anything from them. Yeah. And she I mean I think she really wanted to connect to Bastion, but because he was trying to keep everything so business, it just created these walls between the two of them. Which was frustrating as a reader. <laughs> but as a whole, this it works in this story. It totally, I mean, it works. Um, there's a lot of tension in this book. And I, it's just sexual tension. I mean, it pops early, but then it takes a while for it to happen again. But there, there are some really great, intense, emotional moments, even though... I do think Bastion is a whole lot emotionally stunted. Right. And his his past comes into play in how he treats others. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, and his background itself isn't coming from a great place either. So it just, I mean, his dad was not a good person. And he, it, yeah, and he's kind of tried to right all the wrongs of the past um yeah it's yeah anyway um is there anything else you want to add to this before we get to our questions um okay so let's do our questions here okay jenny did you like this book yes so did I. I really did enjoy this. Um, I think the author's really good. There were some pacing issues. She added some filler, I think. But I went and I looked, and this is only like her fourth or fifth book. 
So I think that with time, that kind of thing will slowly ease and develop out. Um, who would typically like this book? Um, arranged marriage fans. Um, I would say it's like on the mafia light. Like we don't have of his dealings. Yeah. I think if you want to try to see if you like a mafia styled romance, this is a great place to start because it's not so intense or violent on the pages that you're going to be like, whoa, what did I sign up for? And there's no big gunplay or big knife play or explosions. So it's a pretty like mild mafia um, romance. So if you're thinking that you might like to try mafia romance and you never have, this is absolutely a wonderful place to start. Um, and I did like Shane's writing style. I felt that her words flowed really well. It was, um, it was well-written and well-edited uh, as far as, you know, her sentence structure and all that kind of good stuff. Um, would you recommend this book? I would. I recommended it to you. You did. You picked this one for us. Okay. So um, do you have a book you think we should review for a quick shot of romance? Sign, uh, send us an email at thebees at bookcaseandcoffee.com, or you can get on our website to our review request and send us a review request. Um, Jenny, thank you so much for recommending Shattered Vows. Um, I really did enjoy it, and I will be back to check out more by Shana Rose because I did really like her voice. I thought she had a great voice, so... Um, until next time, everyone, happy reading. Find us on Instagram at Buzzing About Romance or on Twitter at Buzzing Romance. If you like the podcast, please leave a review. If you'd like to support us directly, join the Bookcase and Coffee Patreon and receive exclusive content only available to Patreon members. Check out bookcaseandcoffee.com for our on-the-shelf show notes. 